Howdy. Oh, hi. Thanks for stopping by. Rabbit Troop sucks. It's pleasant to have <laughs> you in our corner sometimes, and I don't know how you found your way here, but we're glad you came. So stay a little bit. Yeah. Get a drink. Warm yourself by a fire. The fire in your mind. The rage in your mind. Welcome to Rabbit Troop wow. Sucks. <laughs> I'm Paul, and next to me as always is Mike. And we have mind rage uh, tonight, apparently. <laughs> tonight, outside of mind rage, and maybe I was led there from this, we're going to be covering 1986's Terror Vision, which is uh, a rated R movie that we watched completely streaming on YouTube. So we couldn't even find it on Tubi. We went to YouTube and watched it. Um, yeah, we, we had seen this movie years ago, yeah. and apparently... I don't remember anything about this movie other than th that we saw it. But uh, yeah, you you can't. It, it, it's just the whole thing's on YouTube. So hit that up. Yeah. So I, I, yes, Mike is correct. I don't remember. I don't want to say anything. I remember half of this movie. I, I yeah, I remember the overall conceit of this movie, but most of like the things that happened, I did not recall. Yeah, th this movie is like three movies. So maybe I know. I remember like a third of this movie. Like yes, I remember the plot. And I remember overarchingly some things that happen, but there's some other things that also happen that I, I just don't remember. <laughs> I'm going to load up the uh, the IMDb uh, summary of this. Oh, no, I'm just clicking on buttons now. Uh, the summary on IMDb is, A family's new satellite TV system starts receiving signals from another planet, and soon it becomes the passageway to an alien world. Well, this brings us to our October edition and Halloween weather style of Rabbit Troop Sucks, and this is why we chose this movie, that we thought aliens, demons, ghosts, all of these things definitely fit in, and we are definitely going to be celebrating this all through uh, October and Halloween month. I actually almost uh, heated up some cider today. I just, I don't know if my soul was ready yet. I but. understand. <laughs> well, we have the weather for it. It is, right now in Denver, it is 40 degrees cooler than it was 36 hours ago. Yeah, and we're in September. I mean, when when we premiere these, and well, when we record these, it's a couple weeks behind or a few weeks behind, uh, depending on the gap. So, yeah, when you hear this, I mean, definitely apropos to the, uh, the season we'll be talking about. So welcome to October, mm -hmm. everyone, even when we hear this again ourselves. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. We are the number two, one and two listeners of Rapid Troop Sex. Hey, there are there are dozens of us. There, there are people out there who watch movies like Terravision and appreciate that. And they're like, I want to feel good this Halloween. And I'm like, yes, you can yeah. by watching movies like Terravision. Yeah. Maybe. But yeah, you'll feel something. So we have a crew of a bunch of people I don't know. Um I can't even read my own handwriting. Was it Ted Nicholson? I, I don't know. I think it's Ted Nicholson. You're, you're Nicholson. asking the wrong dude about people's names. Oh, oh no. Uh, we're already off to... Oh, Which one's Ted oh, Nicholson? Ted Nicolou? Ted Nicolou. Maybe that's why I can't read my own handwriting. And I, I try to see what he has done outside of this. Is he the director? He is. Okay. And I remember the cover of Subspecies, and that is a movie. And I also remember the cover of Vampire Journals. Uh, I may have even rented that at some point in time. Vampire journals? Yeah, I mean, th this is, you know, I think like we're looking into like early 90s, mid 90s, and just renting random things. Is, is that what spawned the vampire diaries? It, it might be just like, it actually could be connected. Okay. Now, the one thing we should know is that we have uh, the dad, who uh, Mike will tell you about in a little bit, and I think I'm pronouncing his name right. The biggest star I know in this is John Grace, or Grace. I, I would Grace. say Greece. Greece, but John I don't Greece. know. I think you're like uh, yeah, John. Let's go with John Greece. Um, 
I know him in two major roles uh, going back. Uh, first is Laszlo, the, the man who lives in the closet in uh, Weird Science. No, not Weird Science. Ah, so Real Genius, where uh, Val Kilmer, and he lives in Val Kilmer's closet. Oh, that's right. And then uh, also uh, Uncle Rico in Napoleon Dynamite. And oftentimes, uh, for all of you Napoleon Dynamite fi- fans out there, I think when he's just sitting on the porch with Kip and he goes, hey, Kip, <laughs> what do you think? What do you bet me I, I could throw this here football over the mountains? <laughs> and, I, and I just think about just attainable goals every day, and I think that's just not one of them. So <laughs> I don't know why I think about that often, but I do love this actor, and I do, uh, in one uh, version or not, I do hope I pronounced your name correctly. But, yeah, I, I like him all throughout this. I think he's fun in almost any movie I've ever seen. But I, I really don't know many people, but Mike, you do. Um, and this is a movie Mike and I have seen before, but Mike watched it more recently. Yeah, the, the father, I don't I don't know his name. Um, the, but the, I, I recognized him immediately, but I couldn't place it, so I, I, had, I had to look it up mid-viewing. Mid um, but uh, if you've seen the Chud series, this, the second film, uh, Chud 2, Bud the Chud, he's, he's Bud the Chud. That's, yeah. all I, that's all I got for you. I don't know his name or I don't know what else he's been in. He's been in one episode of basically every show that was on in the 80s and 90s. He's one of those guys. I just hope he's not most recognized walking down the street and people are like, dude, that's Bud the Chud. It's Bud the Chud. No, he, he would Bud. be. <laughs> Bud the Chud. Also, Chud to Bud the Chud, that movie fucking sucks. Is <laughs> it? <laughs> by the chud but bud the chud okay <laughs> i don't i don't well i don't know what i what i by actually the books? said <laughs> by the books yeah um the the daughter do you know who this is i don't it's it's a uh, princess joanna from bill and ted's excellent adventure that's fantastic yeah <laughs> that that's is the fantastic. only thing I, that's the only thing i know her from but she's dressed like cindy lopper so it, it's kind of hard to well I, honestly and i have notes about that she is my favorite character for this reason 100 she is 100 percent dressed like cindy lopper and she yeah, she she has some choice lines and choice actions. Uh, she is definitely my favorite. Basically, the kids are, are my favorite in this movie that we've talked before, like the animal uh, that doesn't really exist and other people. But I think the two kids are my favorite. Um, I, I don't know, I, they're just kids. I like the daughter and I like the grandfather. I'm overall okay with the <laughs> grandfather. The grandfather, I have I have a couple bonus strikes against that guy that uh, we'll talk about. But I do like the kid because kind of like the the shadow of the grandfather because there's like overdub narration like you are now using the force young one and i could guide you this way he's like i'm gonna blow up everything because that's the grandpa way so that's fair actually i should specify i don't really like the grandfather when this is foreshadowing a little bit i don't like him when he's the grandfather but in the third act i like the grandfather's appearances we'll talk about oh that. sure sure so, yeah, I mean, we start off with this movie that a bunch of nothing's happening, honestly. <laughs> yeah. um, we see that uh, on just a budget of $5, there's a model set of some space stations far away on a planet or some, like, interplanetary habitation. Right, planet Pluton. Yeah, and it looks like hot garbage. I mean, it just zooms in on this model, and it says that, they're doing something and I don't really know what's going it, on. It was the sanitation department. Oh yeah. So yes, I, it was sanitation something. And I didn't really, I mean, I was writing some notes. I was like, wow, that's really long. And then they're basically 
panning into uh, what I had listed as Pizza the Hut, or for all of you, <laughs> what I had written down, or or for all of you Ninja Turtle fans out there, maybe a mixture of that and Krang from uh, the, the little pink brain that lives in that big robot, and it's all like, and uh, they keep going back to it. Uh, they kill it, and then they shoot a laser beam out, and that, well, we later find out kind of why, but not really why at all. But you, they shoot a laser beam, and then it bounces off five planets like we're playing pinball um this looks terrible and then the movie starts and it just busts into a song that i was able to shazam which was a terrorvision um by by richard band and the fibonacci's and <laughs> i love this song i'm not even making fun of it the song is kind of badass it's like Surf rock meets the Munsters and the B fifty twos. Yeah, I have B fifty twos written down as well. That's what it sounds. It sounds like if someone was like a cappella singing a B fifty two song from memory. Yeah, and that kind is... of like changing up like maybe like uh, organ lines and piano lines from the Munsters into a guitar surfy rock song. Yeah. Um. So the the credits there were i feel like way too many credits at the beginning of this movie well i mean straight up we just listened to the entirety of like a three minute it, song. yeah that it was and, and i did right i said by minute two i'm actually into it because yeah. i thought it's very abrasive at first because it, you see this laser beam bing bong pinging through and all of a sudden you're like, bow, 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 and you're like whoa and then it keeps going and there's lyrics and vocals and i'm like i don't know what's happening but by minute two i'm like let's keep going i like it yeah why not um, so we, the credits resolve and we're, we're now in this really, I like eighties stuff. So the, to me, this was like a super dope eighties house. Um, there's like a, a sunken living room, a lot of weird, like porn artwork. Yeah. I know but, the porn really quickly. Yeah. It's, I mean, do you remember the famous eighties artist that's, oh, I, I don't, but it's the one they make fun of an American dad. And yeah, that's episode. like, so it's like, there's like white woman like figure she's wearing sunglasses or you see more of her hair the right glasses. it's kind of like abstract and like a little wavy yeah so that, it's that but like everyone's fucking yeah like imagine like that's all fine though like the original artist that i was noting but um, right but this one is uh really kind of much lower end more minimalistic and yeah as mike is noting it's all like weird sex poses and sex scenes and dominatrix scenes and it's all over i mean there's like 50 50 paintings oh at least yeah it's and even statues. noted by someone later like oh i like this he's like ah oh, you gotta like love art i i get it real cheap uh yeah so <laughs> we got this dope house and there's a woman like doing jazzercise to the tv uh outside is that is a dad who's wearing like like a jumpsuit with a like a cravat, uh, like, you know, like an Austin Powers scarf. Um, and he's, he's, you could say it's about the show. It's about the show. <laughs> he, and he, well, it is, yeah. And he, he's he's installing his satellite dish, and it's the budget model. It's the uh, the do it yourself one hundred or yep, something. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and the the guy who he bought it from, uh, who, to quote the father, is just hanging out and guzzling my heinies. Yeah, because uh, he's he's drinking all of his beers. Uh, he's just watching. I don't know what his role in in the satellite dish installation. He's just watching. He's not helping. Uh, I guess because it's the do it yourself. Yeah, no, yeah, that was his role. It was I advised you against this. You're doing this on your own, and if things break, I have to fix it. But you have to do this yourself. And he's like, wouldn't it just be easier if you help me? 
no, I could only do it if you do it, uh, you have something break. So I can't touch anything. And then, yeah, the dad's really pissed off. Like, stop drinking all my beers. Yeah, so they're, they're just kind of getting into this little tussle. Uh, then the grandfather shows up who is dressed like a military lunatic clown. Yeah, keep talking about the grandfather. Okay. I have to look him up. He's got to be. Yeah, no, he, he's so he's he's wearing like what I think is an Air Force uniform. Like, I don't I don't know stripes but i think they were air force stripes but like his hat has little toy airplanes glued to it um his also his uniform like the uh what are the little shoulder loops epaul epaulettes mm -hmm. um they have like tanks on them but like little toy tanks it's it's bizarre and he's he's carrying a flyer for what i believe is his homemade lizard jerky yes um uh, anyway before you get into okay. that i believe i'm looking at bert remsen um, and you probably best know him clearly as Riverboat Poker Player in Maverick. Oh, okay. <laughs> Maybe one episode uh, of Star Trek Deep Space Nine as Kubis. Sure, yeah, I remember, I remember Kubis. I'm seeing all these things like we've probably seen like The Adventures of Briscoe County Jr., one episode, Judge. I mean, I believe that I've seen him in all of these things, but I don't. <laughs> Rotary Club President uh -huh. and The Bodyguard? Of course. <laughs> you, <laughs> I don't remember a Rotary Club from The Bodyguard. But... <laughs> He's the Rotary Club president well, yet. Uh, I like this. Not even, not even listed. Uh, man, he doesn't even have a name. Jeez. <laughs> He's in a movie called Wild Card, and it just says TV movie. Okay. Yeah, so. So yeah. that's that yeah, guy. You should talk about the lizard jerky, how it regenerates. And he actually gives uh, OD, uh, John Grease, uh, a pamphlet on this. He does. Yeah, later on he does. Um yeah, he, he may apparently he makes lizard jerky. We meet the lizards later. Um, but he's so he he's kind of got this relationship with the son who is like a military kook. Um, and we find out that's not like a diss on the military, but like this the the, the grandfather and the kid are like, I don't know, they're it's it's weird. Yeah, most people don't have like steel bunkers and like a probably like 27 machine guns. But yeah, this like guy's got like a bunker and, like, with like yeah. baskets or grenades. Yeah, um. I, I don't know if he's like a survivalist or uh, like, I think like a is. doomsday well, prepper. That, that's or that's, just a weird that's more it. So it's like that's like he says something about the like being in the military, but that yeah, as Mike notes, that's clearly not a shot at anyone serving the military. This right. is more uh, I'm planning like doomsday because you you later see like as it pans through this bunker that there's these you know, like watering uh, plants devices. He is eating the tails of lizards. Right. Um, He's got like Confederate flags everywhere, which was probably that, less problematic that, at that, the time. Yeah, but, that, that's why I said like, you know, mm, now Grandpa's mm, not maybe my favorite. Like, no. uh, I got some shots against him. You see, just like got in the corner some Confederate flags. I'm like, ah, oh, Grandpa, no, yeah, no, yeah. no, well, no. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Grandpa. <laughs> Grandpa, no. Um, but yeah, so the, him and him and the kid and Gramps are kind of like shooting the shit. Um, dad and the other guy trying to install the satellite dish and then so this just out of the blue this space lightning bolt comes down and hits the satellite dish yeah after dad hits it with a hammer a couple of times it's just lightning bolts so yeah. now we're from the beginning where what's this alien thing doing it right. shot some kind of lightning bolt and now it's uh implanted itself into the satellite dish and right. the feed that it will be getting for the rest of the night yeah um so we cut to a little bit later. We're inside the house. Uh, Bud the Chud has this gigantic remote, which I thought was just for the satellite, but apparently controls everything in the house. The props in this movie are super duper low budget, but That's I am correct. not going to lie to you. I adore 
adore the remote control on this. Yeah, it has like a rotating satellite yeah, dish on the remote. That, that's my favorite. Great. Yeah, this is like one step away from Get Smart. I mean, yeah, it 100%. is like a, I don't know, like a one and a half by like one or maybe close to one foot controller. It's huge. You have to use two hands to control it. And as Mike noted, it has this pop-up rotary like satellite, like beep, 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 and like 15 buttons. It's like the Nintendo Advantage uh Arc versus an arcade stick versus get smart watches. Right. Yeah, I, it was dope. <laughs> I control my entire entertainment system from my Apple TV remote, but I would replace that tomorrow with that remote. Yeah. Chris, who was on the show as our guest recently, uh, he is into super cool uh, kind of retro electronics and knows much more about it than I. But uh, this, if this was a real thing, this would be something I, I promise you he would covet and be like, this is the coolest thing that ever existed. Maybe you <laughs> can build one. That I hope he builds this one. Yeah. Chris, you are uh, being commissioned to build us uh, a set of uh, a series of uh, Rabbit Troop Sucks uh, remote controls that Perfect. maybe do something. Yeah. We could all we'll we'll have it in the merch store here for <laughs> shortly, I'm sure. You, you could transmit secret signals to us. Yeah. Um, so the, the, but the whole family's getting in on this. They're, they're playing with the remote. They're, they're checking out, uh, the different channels that you can get. Um, you know, there, there's like the, you know, the martial arts channel and, and then uh channel 69 of course was the porno channel. They watched that for a little yeah, bit. Yeah. There's flipping through, you know, yeah. like, Hey kids, you can watch all these weird channels like sci-fi, all these things. Uh, let's just like watch, uh, this porno channel. And did I, <laughs> When that happened, was the dad highlighting in that to the son? I think so. Well, it was like, yeah, like channel 69, 69, like, uh, bro. <laughs> but like he kind of leaned off like to the son, like the right. son's like 10. He, well, he's setting him <laughs> up. We'll, we'll, we learn more about the parents' <laughs> hobbies here in a second. Um, so, you know, he's just he's getting the son ready to follow in dad's footsteps. Thanks. Uh, so then uh, the. They, they kind of like fight over the remote as to what channel and like it wigs the dish wigs out a little bit some weird like ghostbuster beams come out of the TV uh, then but then nothing really happens but then they land on a channel which is it's Medusa's midnight horrorthon yeah um, and this is like I also like Medusa yeah Medusa's great um, she becomes a reoccurring character yeah, she, she's like a, it's very uh, it's like an Elvira yeah Elvira style where it's you know she's the host of these late right. it's night like movies. a buxom you know monster lady hosting these horror yeah movies. and I love Elvira and this woman's kind of the similar way like right. I, I, like I'm not taking shit from anyone like here's the movies but like hey like leave me alone I'm like I like this person yeah she was cool so she was my favorite character that's fair yeah. I still like the sister sisters no sister's great yeah. Strong female characters in this movie. Sister and Medusa. Um, but this is where we meet uh, John Grease, who who rolls up. He's he's the boyfriend, the new boyfriend. Yeah, it's my new boyfriend. He's uh, a music genius. You gotta music genius. His name is O.D. Yeah. And the, the father says, O.D., is he Irish? <laughs> um, <laughs> a, lot, a lot of quick-witted <laughs> little, little oh, yeah. quips in this movie. <laughs> From Bud the Chud. Um, but it's Uncle Rico. He walks in, and he's... He's wearing like the full leather daddy, like the leather vest, leather pants, gauntlets, gauntlets, because that's gonna come. That'll into come into play. Yeah, gauntlets. Um, what was the t-shirt he was wearing? Wasp. Wasp. Yeah, it was a wasp t-shirt. Um, and uh, you know they're they're gonna go out for the night. So he says, yeah, you know, we'll be back later, Dad. Uh, the the dad doesn't really care, but the daughter says, hey, can we use the uh, can we use the the jacuzzi later? And I actually had to write this down, and this is quickly answered. The mom's like, no, no, like not tonight. Like, not tonight. Like, and it was kind of alluded to. Normally, maybe, like yeah. we're open to it. But 
mommy and daddy are going out. They're going to meet some people, and we're probably going to come back and use the jacuzzi pool and swing. Yeah. And I wrote, did she just say she's going to swing to her kids? Yes. And spoiler. Correct. She is exactly saying yeah. that. I did not mishear that. It was, no, no, no. No, 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 no. no. We're, <laughs> we we we're gonna be swinging. So they were they had to leave because they were gonna be late to the cha cha room, which is apparently I, I where where the where the swinging begins. Is that, is that where they go in crime wave? Is that the cha cha? It might room? it might be. No no that was the club Rialto. Oh, that's fair. In my mind, I only know that because same. that's that was a real club in Denver. Oh, oh yeah, it yeah. was. Oh hey, um, we're in Denver, Colorado. Yeah, Denver, Rialto. Yeah. I think I talked about that way too long while drunk one night. We should record. We should record in the middle of Cheeseman Park one night. Just me and you and you right. at two and in the you'll morning. Hear the sound of hobos murdering us. <laughs> It'd be that that grizzly bear documentary where the guys just chewed up at the end, and you mm -hmm. just hear them being chewed. That's just us. Like, just don't or do watch this movie. It was on Hubi. Tubi. Our sponsor was. Ginsu knives, they're in my chest. <laughs> they would be. Yeah. They will cut a can. They will cut my bone. <laughs> I mean, well, I honestly, like, I'm not opposed to doing something like that because Cheeseman Park is cool and probably haunted because it is literally on an Indian burial ground. Or no, it was on an old, uh, <laughs> yeah. it was a, a Jewish formal, cemetery. No, it's a multiple, just it's a mass cemetery. It, no, it was a massive cemetery. Yeah, yeah. just a mass cemetery. And they, they routinely still find... Like, yeah, they, they as, tried to relocate them, but it didn't take, I guess. Yeah, as, as they keep expanding the botanic gardens, and even within the botanic gardens, they have found multiple uh, bones. Uh, they keep finding sections of bone. Yeah, uh, so that that's a cool little. I mean, it's a fun place, and I think you and I are both members of the botanic gardens, right? Yeah, yeah. and it's the uh, I can't think of the uh, house on. You know what? I don't know that this. <laughs> we're kind of derailing this. I don't. It's, get, it's Halloween. Is, stuff. Okay, that's fair. You know, we're talking about because they do they do the Halloween tour in the in the in the house. Yeah, I'm just trying about. to think of uh, the the name of the mansion itself. I'm, I'm looking. It was the Waring House. Uh, the Waring House was donated to the Botanic Gardens, and if any of you go to the Botanic Gardens, it's there. And I have had access to it twice because I went on two of the haunted tours, and they said, you know, just to the mass public, that's the only time we really opened the doors to it, but. Uh, apparently, uh, according to them, it is the most haunted house in America, if I'm not mistaken, um, or at least one of them. So it's super cool to go into it. Um, the architecture on the inside is super awesome. And I mean, we often talk about Colorado things, but like these are super haunted things in centrally located in Denver, Colorado. So that's true. Yeah. If any of you have more insight or ever want to give any of us a ghost tour of something, uh, Rabbit Troop Sucks will totally do it and totally record all of it. So I am super into that. Any of you listeners, yes. So yeah, thank you for joining us for Rabbit Troop Sucks, the podcast about Terror Vision and the Denver Botanic Gardens. <laughs> Have you been to the ghost tour at uh, the Stanley Hotel? Yes. That's a fun one. Yeah, that was that was super fun. I got in the room. I, I think I told you this. Did you mm -hmm. get in the room? Yeah. Well, no, they opened it and they like we could look into it, but we couldn't walk around. We were lucky enough that... Uh, we were our tour went by. What well, do you remember the room number? I know it's like the shiny two thirteen two eight. It is two something. It's two something. We're the, we're the worst movie hosts. You this could is ever great. Have. Yeah, the good uh, good content for Chris you. Chris now is listening. Is like I hate yeah, both like, of you. Well, Chris, so many listeners are now Chris. like you guys are fucking dumb. <laughs> Chris is like, oh my god, this is like basic knowledge. Um, but yeah, uh, we were lucky enough that when we went when past it, uh, is me and my wife and my brother in law, that um the people rented out the room and they're like, Oh, we actually just got here. Like if all of you are want to see it and the, 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 even the guide was like, come on, you don't have to do that. But the couple was like, honestly, if just like no one touches anything, like we're super cool with it. And everyone's like, hell yeah. Like, so that was like super cool. So I actually got to go through it. But yeah, 
uh, I mean, all go stuff. Yes. Yeah, reach, yeah. reach out to us, Denver and Colorado listeners. We're, we're in for this. Also, I noted, and this will probably be the last time I mention it, and it'll be the like the later one, but we are looking for one extra movie to critique over the Halloween season. And if you have any cool recommendations, and I'll start posting about this mm-hmm. uh, in other ways as well, um, let us know. Uh, reach us at our Instagram, reach us at Facebook, email us at rabbittroopsuckspodcast at gmail.com. Um, let us know a movie you might want to watch, and if we choose your movie, we'll totally give you credit that we selected for that, and we'll contact you, we'll ask you for an address, and we'll send you a cool Rabbit Troop Sucks shot glass. That's correct. So are you gratis. thinking this will be a, a, like the last of our Halloween movies? I think we'll have maybe one more special one on Halloween after, so... Okay. Yes. So kind of like it So we're like, going to pick this movie on the fly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you you guys, I mean you're you won't hear this uh for a little bit, but you'll have time. Um we'll post it on social media, but when you're hearing this, I know that realistically the episode that you pick might be in a week or two from when you're hearing this, but we're going to pick it last minute, so. Yeah. Yeah. And still I re- time, still I mean, time. Mike and I are usually pretty open to anything. We don't really want to always listen to current things, especially because we don't really know if it's obscure yet or forgotten about. We've picked, you know, a couple over time, but it's very handpicked. And some of you are probably just going to disagree like, oh, my God, that was totally not obscure. But that's why I try to stay away from super modern films. So I guess that'd be the one disclaimer. Uh, I don't really need to watch a snuff film or any private uh, killings or murder films. Um, if you possess a film that is very similar to The Ring in real life, where I will die in seven days, I am absolutely not interested. So your mystic zombie curses are not welcome amongst rabbit troop sex. Yeah, yeah, nothing that's going to curse us. So I guess a bunch of disclaimers. That was the uh, spiritual legal disclaimer that I just gave you. That's okay. spiritual legalese. Well, we'll readdress that uh, <laughs> that little contest or whatever we're going to call it promotion at the end of the episode. But let's get back to this this movie after our our little tangent. Um, so the parents have gone to the fucking cha cha room. Um, and the grandfather and the kid are just hanging out on the couch watching TV. The grandfather pulls uh, some aluminum foil-wrapped pocket jerky out of his pocket Yep. with lizard jerky, and he, they're eating it. Um, he's got a pamphlet about making lizard jerky that yeah, he, he gives to O.D. You yeah. mentioned that earlier. Um, and O.D.'s like, no, no, man, I chowed, yeah. I chowed down earlier. He chowed down, he chowed down <laughs> earlier. Uh, so they, you know, they, they go off for whatever adventure they're going to have. Um, and Gramps and the kid are just kind of messing with the remote. They're, I, they're cycling through the channel. Actually seems like a, like a super dope evening. Like Gramps right. clearly, or as I wrote, Jeepa all throughout this, mm-hmm. just clearly doesn't care. And I mean that in a sincere way where it's, you know, I care, like Grandpa is saying this mentally, I would assume. I care about my grandson, but he can eat all the junk food he wants. We're going to watch monster movies. I've likened them to survivalist precautionary tales. That's what he's already said. Right. Uh, we're going to have a fun night. I was like, that's super cool. Then they're flicking around uh, stations. Uh, for all of you Rick and Morty fans out there, that's what it kind of reminded me of. That yeah, it's like interdimensional cable. Yeah, they're seeing satellite you know, things from all over infinite areas. Uh, and one is just the monster channel where you just see a monster eye and it just looks at you and yeah. it knows. And we quickly learn that it really does know it's watching you and you were watching it. And it's totally judging you. You could tell by that animatronic eye. It totally it does, knows. Yeah. It does. And it doesn't like you. It does not like you. You've wronged it. <laughs> yeah. So, but, but they end up back on the Medusa channel. 
I do um, like that channel. Yeah, that was a good one. I, I would watch that. Too. I watched now. Up All Night, and mm-hmm. I that's another thing. It was very oh similar. USA Up All Night. Yeah, yeah that was it was Gilbert Gottfried and like that woman whose name I don't remember. And she'd be like Up All Night. Yeah, and then it was uh, Jim Bob who does on a bunch of Shutter stuff mm-hmm. now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I like Jim Bob. Um, uh, okay, so the the the, the grandfather and the and the son fall asleep yeah wait the only thing i want to know about the hmm. medusa channel is okay medusa always has these you know like one liner erotic things and the grandpa is super into it he's commented on her physique several times i think um and the kid's just totally watching it and she's saying all these things like like call me i want to hear your real kinky nightmares <laughs> <laughs> and she'll always like throw something in and i, I kind of dig it because you you think it's all like sultry and it, it is um but then it's all like super tough, like, but I'll kill you. <laughs> like, right. And that's the Elvira way. I love it. <laughs> love it. <laughs> um, so just this is just a quick shout out to another podcast that I like, uh, Astonishing Legends. Um, they actually have a, an episode about Elvira, about Jim Bob. They, they actually interview him. Um, and it, it's about kind of like the trajectory of his show. They, they focus on, I mean, obviously with the name, kind of like fun mysteries and legends. And, and they, they just wanted to talk to him. It, so it's a great podcast and a, and, and a great episode. Um, so if you're, if that's your thing, you should check that, check that out. Astonishing legends. It's I mean, a much better podcast than this. And they should also promote us. Be like, Hey, are you listening to this? <laughs> yeah. You should, you should listen to rapid troop sex. That's fine. I would, I would do that. <laughs> um, so yeah, they, they, they fall asleep, uh, watching Medusa and then the, then the monster just comes out of the screen. It's kind of unprompted. He just, he just wants out of the television. So it's it's kind of it's like the ring. He just kind of like lightnings himself out of the television. Yeah, but he's all like creeping up on the kid. Like Grandpa and uh, the kid Sherman are having kind of like a sweet Grandpa and uh, right. grandson moment. They're all under this like huge blanket on a big couch. They both fell asleep watching horror films. But then this monster comes out, and you see like creeping around Grandpa, mm-hmm. but it's going like under the blanket to the kid. I'm like, okay, yeah, too, it was, it, that was kind of too gross. much monster. But the, when the grandfather finally wakes up, he just goes, and I wrote this down, like, great balls of fire. <laughs> yeah. This is why I like the grandfather, because he has some great one-liners. I know. Like, let's ditch the Confederate flag, dude. Like, yeah. he could be the cool grandpa all around. We don't need we don't need that. Yeah. If he wasn't like a... <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um, so that they... they they cheese it down to their to grandpa's emergency bunker. Love it. I'm going to say this all the time. I love bunker rooms. I love secret rooms. Mm-hmm. I think we've noted this. You know, we said this on uh, Brain Scan. Uh, any any kind of room, gun gun rooms and disorderlies, whatever, whatever it takes. Uh, I love secret rooms. Secret rooms. All of you Webster fans out there love secret rooms. Uh, holla to secret rooms. Yeah. So they, they run down to their secret bunker, and then... The uh, the satellite repair guy shows up. I guess the father, before he went to the Chao room, called him up just to see if there was something he could do to fix it. I, uh, so I, I, here's my question. I didn't know it was broke at that time. Like, was it broke? Because they know, were watching the Monster Channel and everyone seemed cool with it. And Yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> no one seemed clear on the status of the TV's. I mean, later the father does acknowledge like, ah, this guy's doing a good job setting it up. And mm-hmm. he, like the father does acknowledge like, I did call him, but I don't think it's established why at all. Yeah, I don't know. But so anyway, he comes back. Uh, he knocks on the door. No one answers. So he just kind of goes around to the back to, to start working on the satellite dish. Um, and, you know, no surprise here. The monster fucks this guy's shit all up. Um, 
you know, there's not really much to it. He just, right. he, just he, he, he kills him. Um, back, back down in the, uh, in the, in the bunker, um, grandpa is as well, he's not dead yet. So no, no, he grandpa. No, 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 no. So the guy on the repairman is not dead yet. They are in the bunker, but Grandpa thinks there's burglars. He's trying to rationalize that this isn't a monster. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So he's like, these are burglars. Get the guns. He gives his grandson a real gun. He gets a gun. And they're like, we need to go hunting for this thing. They hear something on the rooftop. And then they go up there and they pull the guns on the repairman. They're like, whoa, dude, what are you doing? He's like, I don't know what's going on. I'm just here to repair it. It's like, there's burglars. Did you see them? No, and the grand and the kid had tried to rationalize like, well, it was a monster you saw. It. He's like, he's like grandson. That was a Halloween mask. They wear these masks. He said, quote unquote, to scare the poop out of us. <laughs> yes. and, and then they go in there. So he's like, uh, the grandfather is even grilling the repairman. Like, do you have Halloween masks? And the repairman's like, like doesn't even yeah, know to what the no, make bro, sense of that. Yeah, like he's like, uh, I don't know. Uh, I need to just repair this. But we do see that there's just like plant matter and weird plant goo all up in this satellite dish and that that's oh, yeah. that's how we get it's it covered in like seaweed and shit and then basically the grandfather and the kid are like well we're gonna see if there's burglars he's like well i'm gonna fix this and then immediately there's a plant monster that just right kills that's what that's when he gets killed so yeah gramps and and uh the kid are inside kind of like you know hunting for for burglars and grandpa does what what paul and i did a little bit ago and and pours himself a glass of four roses bourbon <laughs> yeah. um that's what I'm drinking presently. Hey, Four Roses, you could reach out to us. Yeah. And I will say blank about your company when you tell us that you're sending us some Four Roses. Yeah. Is it good or not? I don't know. I can't tell yet. It is blank. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Insert message here. Um, we'll find out what it is uh, depending on how much money you give us. Right. We could even be like, hey, a listener, you could win Four Roses by Four Roses. And we could even enter the pool, so we could win it ourselves. You could just send us four roses. That doesn't seem legit, but okay, I'm into it. <laughs> um, and then, uh, yeah, he's drinking his four roses, and then the the monster shows up. I think. Am I right here? Yeah. Keep, keep me honest. Well, yeah. I mean, so I saw that the repairman's name is Norton, and he, okay. I mean, as, yeah, as, as he's, he's, he's no gone. one gives a shit about yeah, Norton. He's, We're he's never going to see him again. We are not. Yeah, because we will see other people. You can't keep anyone dead in this movie no. except for norton because we're not going to see him again yeah no one gives a shit about norton um but the monster shows up and just immediately put, uh, gets a claw around grandpa's head yeah that was a bummer but Gra- Gra- grandpa goes down kind of quick i mean i can't blame this death i mean you don't really expect a monster and he is looking for human burglars but this weird eyeball creature sneaks up on him Grandpa either even gets off a couple rounds from a gun, but this thing just basically claws around his head and just goos him. It yeah, goo claws him. I, I did write that. It goo claws him. It does. Yeah, Little just so claw. much green green goo comes out. Yeah. Um. So yeah, he explodes into goo. The monster for some reason eats his pants. I think. Sure. And then and then just goes back into the television. And the and the kid runs back to the bunker. Like he's yeah. like Grandpa no sees all of this. And then I wrote, this movie is now extra effed up. And this is what I said before. This movie is several movies for me. This movie is one like, holy crap, like things got real. This other movie is the sexcapades of the adults, <laughs> which is 
Like, I'm not judging anyone's lifestyle. It's just super bizarre because they're also like very open about it with their probably like 15 or 16 year old daughter. Uh, the the 10 year old son is there. I'm not saying anyone should be ashamed of anything, but like this might be a too sexually open, especially with the artwork and various other things. Uh, I don't know if kids could uh, misconstrue a lot of things that are going on. I'm going to say yes. Um, so there's that kind of story. There's also the story of just a monster who mm -hmm. wants to be a monster and the alien who who lost its pet. So there's a <laughs> lot of crap going on and there's and it's overlapping. But in this instance, I'm like, whoa, this movie like changed quickly because it's more of like a darker demented peewee's playhouse and you're mm -hmm. like okay that's weird and all of a sudden like now grandpa's dead and you're like holy god okay uh and this kid saw it so he's back in the bunker yeah he goes back to the bunker he calls 911, and because he's a fucking moron he <laughs> rather than saying like someone killed my grandfather send help he's like yeah there's a monster now i'm a dumb fucking kid and the, and the cops are like you can't you can't prank call us kid. Right. So part of me watching this, I was trying to break down the psycho psychological aspects of maybe the police officer. Cause I mean, if this was modern times, anywhere in two thousand and above, and I I know, like twenty plus years ago, so two thousand above, I feel if a police officer answered the phone, they might think, This kid might not be making sense of what actually is happening. He's using the word monster maybe to highlight intruder right, like maybe or, we should send help. Yeah, anyway. like one way or another, like let's let's send a squad car over because I mean this kid's spouting off about monsters. I think it's pretty ingrained in most American shit children that uh uh nine one one is for emergencies only and I mean, yeah, this kid could get in some serious trouble for prank calling 911, but again, like screaming, no monsters did this, my grandfather's dead, like maybe he doesn't fully understand what's happening. Let's, yeah, let's check it out. Yeah, so the, but the police officer he was talking no. to was not on board with that. No, it's like Goonies when they shut down Chunk, like you called here before, <laughs> right. stop calling, you called about these things that hatch when, you know, you eat, they eat after midnight, like <laughs> you're pranking me, I'm sick of this. Yeah, yeah. no, shutting it down. Yeah. Um, but now, now the parents come home. Yeah. Um, what, what was it? What, and what's the license plate? Uh, Mr. Cool. Yeah. Mr. Cool. So the, the father has a, a white Porsche with the license plate, Mr. Cool. And he parks it next to what we can infer is his wife's car, which is a, a red Volkswagen Beetle convertible with the license plate, Mrs. Fox. Mm -hmm. Um, and there's another car following him. It's an old, uh, Mercedes SL who is contains two characters who we're about to meet, uh, Spiro and Cherry. Yeah, so I, I'm going to apologize to Cherry right off the bat. <laughs> I thought, because I heard Sparrow talk first, and I might reference him as Stelio mm -hmm. uh, for many reasons. Uh, Sparrow, Stelio. Because we're racist towards Greeks. <laughs> I heard, <laughs> uh, my mother's Greek. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> uh there you go. Okay. Um, my, so uh, I heard him talk first, and for whatever reason, she's got this like shorter blonde haircut, and it's the 80s. And I just assumed after hearing him talk that there were this very European mm. couple. That is, that is not correct. That, yeah, that is absolutely not correct. Because uh, the moment she starts talking, because like, he's like, Oh yes, like yeah, we, we'll go, go, yeah, we're gonna have drinks and we're gonna do this and and like, like they're part. Oh hey, Mister. Yeah, it's like a swing club. Yeah, it's it's like it is one step above Batman Beyond or Batman the animated series with the origins of Harley Harley Quinn because Mike's right. It's like hey, Mister, I like I like what's going on here. Like I, Mike could do it way better. That's terrible, but it's <laughs> like she's like talking about the artwork. I don't know. 
I'm going to feed you a line, Mike. Talk about the artwork in the house. <laughs> oh, it's like 80s people. No, I, it, I lost it. I, I, I can't do it. You lost the moment. I lost the moment, yeah. Hey, they're banging on the wall. That's the kind of oh, real nice stuff, mister. <laughs> you got a great house there, chief. <laughs> yeah, it, it's 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 off-putting. Yeah, um, yeah. So that that's my apology to Cherry that I was like, oh, I thought she was going to be talking with this very almost like broken, paused way of talking it it's not and no it, yeah you expected her to like have a german accent or something. yeah yeah like uh yes yeah <laughs> like i want to see the tapestries like in indiana jones in the last yeah ex- well okay, like, she's very well put together she has like kind of close crop short like 80s lady hair but she's i mean she's looking nice cherry's good looking yeah um <laughs> but yeah like the i didn't expect the voice yeah. the, the voice to come out of her. <laughs> yeah um, but golly gee <laughs> oh gee oh shucks mister we're gonna fuck in your house so, so and that's not far off. No. Um, so, uh, Bud the Chud introduces them to the to to his house, which he calls the Pleasure Zone. There's, there's, so there's, there's three. There's, there's three quadrants. There's three. There's the Pleasure say, Zone. You know, you want to say quadrants. Yeah. There's the Pleasure Den, which is the living room, and then there's the Pleasure Dome. Wait. So there, wait, there's the Den, the Dome. That's how I have. What's the other one? The Zone. So I think the zone was the whole house. Mm, mm. The pleasure den was the living room, and the pleasure dome was the room with the 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 pool. Yeah, they're, they're... I may have missed a pleasure quadrant. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. In a house with four quadrants. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't know what to say about that. No one does. But so he. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Um, he's trying to like get this couple warmed up. Uh, but but in runs the kid who's freaking the fuck out because he just saw his grandfather get killed by a monster. Um, and the, the mother's like, you didn't see a monster like you're you're dreaming again. Um, I'm going to make you take your pill. And this is the first time of a couple times, I think just two, that someone references this kid having maybe some kind of psychological issue yeah, that so, he's being medicated yeah, for. So the mom goes, don't because the the cherry says. You know, maybe we should just cancel tonight. And again, everything's consensual. Like, yeah, yeah. This is where I, all I said was, you know, before that, you know, maybe openly talking about this in front of your kids. They don't fully get what's going on, especially the, kids, the 10 the year kids olds. Know what's going uh, on. Yeah. I mean, the sister directly the, the sister, says it yeah, later. She definitely knows um, what's going on. So, yeah, there's a lot going on. But the mom goes, don't worry. I'm just going to give him his pill. Like, and, the, and yeah, Mike is correct that these pills, because the sister also is like, I just got to give him these pills. Like, awesome. Uh, well, the way they talk about it, it makes it sound like him taking the pills is kind of elective. Um, which, yeah, but if this kid gets out of control, it's we got a bottle right. of pills. Um, well, well, and honestly, when when this, especially after the second time, I started to think like, are they just gaslighting this kid? Like, is this <laughs> is the end of this movie going to be this kid taking a pill and him being cool? Well, Grandpa is not all there, so let's say that. And so right. he is basically just shacking up with Grandpa. He's learning a lot of weird ways, and then when the parents don't like. You know what's being emulated? They're like, we're gonna give him a pill because you right. know, we're out doing God knows what in our jobs, God knows what in our personal lives, God knows what outside of this. Because I mean, it's not. And I don't mean that again on the sexual swinging way. It is they are just like party people. It's very right. clear. Like we have these massive bar in our house. We party all the time. Their doors always open. They're like, ha ha ha. Everyone could come in. Like these parents, like probably should not have kids at any point in time for well, sure well, let's talk about the decor of the house at this moment they're walking room to room and they have like like these like uh 
weird rug runners mm-hmm. like and then they have the, they have pedestals and statues pedestals and statues throughout the hallway yeah. of where we're in it is like you're in a museum of bizarreness i mean it, yeah. so, so the museum is like this imagine you went to greece you went to italy you went to spain you went to parts of asia and you found little stone statues at an airport and then you put them on pedestals and brought right. them back. These are like not nice pieces of art. This no. is like tchotchke art that you found as a tourist. <laughs> and now you're putting on pedestals with rug runners uh, throughout your house. Right. It, it's very similar. I know we, we've mentioned the show community a couple times in this podcast. Um, it's like when they go to Pierce Hawthorne's house for the first time. Like th- that is effectively the house. That oh, we're yeah. In. It is the most amazing 80s thing in the world. I would, aside from the sex posters, I would live in the house. I would at least take a tour of this house. I would not get into anything such as a jacuzzi pool or anything like that. No, I'd, I'd, I'd do a walkabout. <laughs> I'd, I'd hang out with that pool for sure. Oh, no. um, but yeah, so no. w- one of the more alarming things is that the, the parents seem more concerned with what the kid is saying than the fact that he is at this moment and for most of the movie walking around with a fully loaded M16 assault rifle. So he did not at first, I don't think. Well, I mean, like before they left for the swingers club, but at this moment, yes, okay. he is armed. And and the mother's like, you're having a dream, go to bed. At no point is she like, you have a large assault weapon no, in no, your no, hand. No, no, no. So no, I'm, I'm going to justify that a okay. little bit. So in the beginning of the movie, he kind of rolls out of a bush and he's, he's in like all these like camouflage gear, right. a camouflage cap, and he's got this huge toy gun. Are, is it a toy? No, no, I think at very first. So he's got this toy gun and he's playing around like, ha, ha, ha. Because I made a, a note, but I, we skipped it over, that he's, he has this toy gun. He's like, gotcha, Grandpa. And Grandpa takes out straight up a handgun. <laughs> That's true. A yeah. real handgun and points it like, God, ah, do you got me? And the dad is like, okay, let's calm down. I'm like, wow, that's messed up. But Grandpa does give him a real gun when they go monster hunting. Right. So, well, that, that's what I'm wondering. Like, was that just a real gun the whole time? I, I'm assuming that he had a BB gun or a toy gun that the parents are very used to. It is the '80s that looks very realistic. Okay, that's that's fair. Well, again, because there's no the orange tip on this. Thing. Yeah, I mean, if this was now or the '90s or the late '80s, totally. But I'm thinking they thought it was a toy gun. I would not put it past him, but yeah, okay. I mean, aside that, that's, note, that's a fair assessment. He does have a gun. He, yeah, um, he is armed. And then at later points in time, he is using that gun and people are like, whoa, don't always use the gun. Like people aren't as alarmed as they should be. Um, if we ever cover Chopping Mall, just the fact that in the 80s, you could just go to the gun store in a mall in certain areas of America. Um, sky's the limit, everybody. <laughs> right. <laughs> the gun store. <laughs> Rabbit Troop Socks has been brought to you by the gun store. Mm-hmm. Um, that's fine. You know, whoever's got the money, I'll take it. Uh, so the the tour is still going on. They're the tour is still going so, on. Yeah, they're introducing him to the various pleasure rooms. Quote of the dad. Ta-da! The Pleasure Dome. We yeah. The pleasure den. <laughs> After the Pleasure Den. After the Pleasure Den, yeah. So they're making their way through all the rooms. Um, and... Uh, the TV's on in the pleasure dome because, oh, so the, the father takes out the big satellite dish remote and he like, he hits a button and the bubbles come up in the pool. Uh, the, the stereo comes on and also the TV comes on and we have, we can't hear what the person on the TV is saying yet, but this will become a reoccurring thing. We see an alien talking at the TV. Um, 
potentially pleading with the humans of Earth, but we don't know that yet. Do you remember a Seinfeld episode where Jerry wakes up and he sees something on TV and he scribbles it down and he can't remember? He laughs. He's like, ha ha, and goes to sleep. And he can't read his handwriting in the morning. Yes. The same episode, like George goes to a holistic healer to get healed. Mm -hmm. And Jerry's like, maybe you could read this note. I feel that's the video clip that we're seeing. This alien talking on the screen. Yeah. He's like, beep, beep, bop, 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 He's like, ha, ha, ha. Because <laughs> you don't really know what he's seeing. I know it was a tangential note that I wrote on the side, but I was like, well, what is going on with this? Yeah, so like, and, and people are like, is this a horror movie? Like, what? this is a boring movie. It's just this guy talking. Um, so everyone kind of discounts it for a while. Also, I have a question, Mike. How many mm -hmm. TVs do you think are in this house? Because 12 at least. Yeah, because TVs are actually, how many there are actually, becomes important because it basically that's how the monster moves around. yeah it's like yeah. a transportation system for the monster um i am very curious about this um i mean how many tvs did your family have like growing up one you had one like always correct yeah well i mean i, I got a tv for my room when i was like a teenager maybe like, sure maybe 12 but maybe like 12 or 13 um, but but previous to that, we had a TV in the living room, and that was it. So that 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 was close to my experiences. We had two, so I know Mike said one, but uh, I Mike is an uh, only child. I have a brother, so there are two of us. My brother had a very very small TV, and it was actually because it was uh, part of a computer monitor. It like doubled as that, so it was like overall used as like a TV as well. Sometimes here and there, it was never like hooked up to cable or anything, and sometimes we just didn't have cable, but. Overall, it's just one, and then it was like that, so it was like kind of another TV. Right, there but, are TVs fucking everywhere in this house. Right, like I did. I, my like Mike mirrors my experience. I didn't get a TV till I think I was like thirteen or fourteen. Like yeah. honestly, and so I mean, probably like the same year, give or take, that I did. You're just a year or two older yeah. than me. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I was like exactly because that, and that was like another reason I was noticing TVs. Yes, this like this is a very well-to-do house, or at least we're supposed to like acknowledge that. Good God, this wasn't like, this is noted in Back to the Future when he goes to the 50s. Like, no one has two TVs. He's just joking with you. Um, uh, So in the 80s, like, people were like, oh, I have a TV in my room. And maybe, like, my sibling does too. So maybe three TVs. I did not grow up with that. So, like, this house has, like, honestly 12. Yeah. yeah. Well, and w when did this movie come out? 86, I think. 86. So at this point in time, we would have had one 13-inch black and white television in my house. Yeah, we later had a black and white TV. I don't know how we even got it. My brother should phone in. My, phone my, in. <laughs> my parents did not have a television until I was born. And my this is a story that I was told by my parents, so I don't know if it's true or not. But they didn't have a TV. But my grandparents bought a TV uh, so that I could watch Sesame Street. That's awesome. Yeah. And that's the only reason we had that 12-inch black and white TV. That's fantastic. My parents were kind of hippies, so we didn't. they didn't like TVs. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but yeah, the, 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 I mean, this there's like a there's a billion TVs in this fucking house. But there's also a pleasure den, so we didn't have that a lot, either. A lot of, a lot of pleasure quadrants. If, I mean, if we did have a pleasure den in my house growing up, I didn't. I didn't. They didn't show me where it was. What, what, what quadrant would it? Be? I don't know. <laughs> um, there are too many Jan Michael Vincent's. Damn, in the quadrant. damn, damn quadrants. Um, fuck. Where are we? I don't know. Somewhere. Okay. <laughs> the, oh yeah, the, that fucking alien was talking on the TV, uh, but no one could hear it. 
Uh, so, so well, the, so one thing we skipped over, I think we're with the parents. Mom basically ditches the, uh, the son off into the bunker because the alien is able to mimic grandpa's voice. So like I'm down here. Well, not only that, but like he has grandpa's head. Yeah. So, so he, he pops up. grandpa's head around the corner. And this is, I, I guess when I said, I like the grandfather, I, I like the alien pretending yeah, the, to be the, the grandfather alien version. Right. <laughs> Cause, uh, the, the, the alien like pokes grandfather's head around the corner and it's like, oh, you know me, I'm just down here taking care of business. But like his I wrote that taking care yeah, of business. But his head is covered in like slime. He's sweaty. <laughs> yeah. I don't take you don't Right. So the mother's like, wanna know what kind No, of like your slimy grandfather's down here. Just <laughs> she, fucking shut up. We're gonna go bang these strangers now. So she locks him in the basement. Yeah, so I here's the question. The monster. So so the grandfather basically has like this vault safe where you like spin a dial from the inside and it yeah. like vaults. It's like close. a bomb shelter. But on the outside, the mom uh, locks the kid and she's like, you're going to be with grandpa. And she's try he's trying to explain, that's not grandpa. You're crazy. That's grandpa. I just saw him. She shoves him down into the bunker, shuts the door. Why is there a lock right. and a chain? There was a with chain a and a padlock yeah, like there, which to me says they locked this grandfather in there a lot. Grandpa gets crazy. So <laughs> yeah. the prequel is grandpa is a werewolf or uh grandpa. When grandpa's taking care of business, don't come a knocking. So I don't yeah. know what any of that means. When he's making his lizard jerky. Uh, don't, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, grandpa, no. No, no, no. Yeah, so she. Happy she, Halloween, everybody. <laughs> she locks him in there. Uh, then she goes back to find the, like the rest of the swingers. She walks through, excuse me, the puddle of goo that is on the floor that was Grandpa. If anyone was able to like, control F all of my handwritten notes, you would see goo is pr the the predominant word outside of the. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you were to do a word find all, goo would be the the, high, the highlight. Rabbit troop sucks is going to put out a word jumble and yeah, uh, brought goo. to you by goo. <laughs> goo. Um, <laughs> So, but so yeah, she sees the goo and is like, "What the fuck is this?" Um, much like Ted Wardo, she touches the goo. Um, God, stop touching the goo. Yeah, I don't know why you would even you would even touch the goo. Um, but then uh, I I don't really know what happens next. But th now we actually see the alien on the TV. Wait, and we can hear it. Would you be more alarmed if the goo is cold or hot? <laughs> So I'm there's, so warning, don't ever touch the goo. There's but, no good temperature for goo. But what would be the worst for you? Warm. <laughs> yeah, me too. Because yeah. my first thought was, was it vomit? Did a rat explode? What happened? <laughs> and if and, and then you touch it and you're like, oh, it's recent. No. <laughs> like it's still it's still happening. It's still warm. Did yeah. a rat explode? Is that a is that a concern <laughs> that we have? Well, I mean, based on the visuals I saw, yes, yeah, okay, at that, that's by that point. <laughs> um <laughs> good God. Yeah. Uh oh I I I wrote this down and I forgot to mention when they uh when the mother shoves the son into the, the dungeon room, she calls the kid a sissy. Oh, yeah, yeah, Stop great, being a sissy. Great parenting. Um, yeah. Um you now go back to the goo temp. <laughs> we're, okay. I feel if I if I if I if I put my hand on it and it was frozen, I'd be like, I don't know what this is, but like Grandpa had like a frozen hungry man, and that would probably look gross if you just saw it on the floor. Yeah. And I'd be like, ah, that makes sense. But oh God, if you saw it and it was warm and it didn't look like hungry man, yeah, no. It did not look like hungry man. You, this is not something you should Like talk. if my daughter threw up in the corner, I'm not going to be like, let's touch that well, for a second. Well, how tempted is it? Like mm -hmm. if I feel the consistency, this, this is going to help me out. It's not. What? Damn it, people! Stop touching goo. <laughs> Jesus. 
you learned anything? Yeah, Rabbit Troop Sucks brought to you this week by not touching goo. Anti-goo. <laughs> Anti-goo. Um, but yeah, so we, we, get, we see the TV now. We can hear it. And the alien on it is like, hey, look, I'm sorry. Uh, you have to destroy your satellites. There's a monster that can travel through TV. Uh, you no TV for 200 Earth years. <laughs> That's my favorite. Like, yeah. <laughs> shut down all of your satellites for your 200 Earth. I was like, 200 hours? Nope. 200 Earth years. Earth years. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Bummer. Um, you know, and that sucks. But no one's really paying attention to this guy. I don't. It's not clear to me if this is only being broadcast in this house or if the no, rest of the I, world can see this. I mean, I took it as it's a world broadcast. Right. So, so as long as you have this this shitty satellite dish, you can see this. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um. Okay, so that's fine. So, you know, now we're now we're back in the indoor pool room, which I believe is the pleasure den. Um, porn's on the television. That's the pleasure dome. Oh, the, the pleasure the dome. The den is You're with right. the TV. The, the, the dome is, is with the jacuzzi. Pool. That's right. Okay, so all of it. Every room has a TV. They're in again. the pleasure dome, and Dad and Cherry are getting into the pool. Uh, Spiro and Mom are off in the other room making drinks. Yeah, Spiro's making drinks. Uh, it's a, I noted that as just like a weird move, like. Imagine you just walk into someone's house. Like you just met them. Mm -hmm. You walk into their house. Like, so you met them like an hour ago and they're like, Hey, like we have a cool record. We have a cool movie. Come over and watch it. And we're like, okay, like I just met you, but like, okay. Sure. Uh, and then they come in and they're like, Hey, I'm going to go to your bar and start making everyone drinks. I don't know you, but like that, that was the weirdest move. For he me. had a recipe you wanted to try. That, did he? I don't know. Um, Stelio, come on. <laughs> but so Stelio is talking to the mom. Um, he's like, is, is your husband a manly man? And she's like, oh, yeah, he's the, he's the manliest. Also, behind um, Stelio is five full bottles of Jägermeister. Correct. Like, yeah. this is, this is, that's why I want to know, like, this isn't like uh, someone has a cute little bar and a few drinks. Right. Like, this isn't like a drinks globe classy situation. Someone's clearly, like, getting orders to their house. They're, right. they're like, running this, like, a party room. This is a party drinks room. Um it's like, is, is he a manly man? She's, yeah, he's the manliest. He's like, does he take it like a man? She's like, I, I, maybe? What do you mean? He's like, well, see, I'm, I'm Greek. I like Greek things. And maybe this is slang that I wasn't in, uh, initially familiar with, but it's like, you know, I'm Greek. I like all things Greek. I'm into boys. Uh, and she's like, okay. And, and she's now realizing that, that Stelios, is not interested in fucking her so much as he is interested in fucking her husband. I actually like this twist up. I thought this was actually kind of funny and yeah. I'm not saying this in a derogatory fashion. Uh, cause the mom handles this really chill, but yeah, her like reaction is like, Oh shit. Like miscommunication across the board. Like I was going to sleep with you. He was going to sleep with her. He's like, Nope. Nope. And she's like, huh, this, I don't think he's into, I don't know how to warn him uh, <laughs> that he's going to approach you like this. And I don't mean warning like he's a bad guy. Like it's clearly crossed wires. And I do, I did find this kind of funny. And I think this would probably be off-putting to a lot of people who watched it in the eighties and they could go to hell. Well, I it, I, it's funny. Like that's actually a good point. And I, like, I don't want to get too deep into <laughs> something. This movie probably wasn't trying to imply at all, but like it, it isn't played off as like gross. Um, no. like no one makes a joke out of it. The wife's like, Oh, like you want to bang this, my husband. Like, I understand that he probably isn't going to be into that, but like it wasn't, she wasn't off put by it. it there was no, like, that's what I said before. Nothing like, derogatory about, about was said. Like, yeah. I, I, I'm not judging anyone's lifestyle. Um, nothing was said as weird. I, I, let me rephrase. 
this movie is very sex positive for the 80s. And, it, yeah. like, and so it's funny. Like, there's like funny moments about this because it's very sex forward and sex positive. But I definitely feel, not trying to sound like a prude, I don't know how much I would talk about this with a child, especially the 10 year old. That's the biggest thing. It's not the daughter as much. Maybe, I mean, she clearly is going to figure things out. And she does. Like, she's very aware. But the 10 year old clearly is not understanding what's happening. Um, so, yeah. But. Yeah, I mean, I, I did I did actually find this funny. I'm like, yeah. Ah. yeah, 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 <laughs> for sure. So uh, the wife goes off to find the husband to try to, like, you know, ease him into the idea of, of Stelio wanting to, to put it in him. Uh, Stelio goes back to the, the Pleasure Dome, and the pool is now full of fog. Wait, and, and simultaneously, there's two things happening. Okay. So, like, he does walk in, and he's like, ah, oh, like, I found the pool, and Sherry's mm-hmm. there. But simultaneously, there's a cutscene, and the kid calls Medusa. Oh, the kid calls Medusa. Yeah, the kid calls Medusa. So he calls basically this Elvira character. And she's like, hey, no, call me with your scary stories. Call me if you want to tell me something spooktacular or mm-hmm. whatever. And uh, he calls, and he's like, there's a monster in my house. And uh, even she doesn't believe him. She's no, like, she ah. kind of clowns on him a little bit. Yeah. She's but like, then she has like a personalized message after they hang up, because this is like a live TV show. Um, so she calls him over to the TV. Yeah, so it's yeah, this is interesting because this is kind of a nice little twist that this alien is able to go through like channels and alter channels and TV. And then, you know, we've said, and maybe it's happening now, it's able to warp TV to TV to TV and like show things. So you're kind of under the impression that it's actually the alien doing it a little bit. And it's like, so this she's like, I mean, he says everything like, my name's Sherman. There's this alien. Like, I need your help. Like, like you're the only one who's going to believe me. And she's overall nice. Like, you could probably tell it's a kid, but she's like, yeah, like, as Mike said, like, I'm a clowns on him a little bit. And it's like, this is not public broadcast. She's like, come on, kid. Like, you know, whatever. I have other things to do. But when she comes back, she's like, Sherman, Sherman, come here. And like, like calls to him, like, like a vampire. Right. Like, like come like, closer to the television. Yeah. And he's like lulled in like, oh, like he's bewitched. Mm-hmm. Um, And then all of a sudden you see, boom, like she, oh, there's a monster face and you think it's the monster from the TV. And she would have said like a sock puppet. Or yeah. Something. Oh yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And she's like, ah, like, come on. <laughs> gotcha, Sherman. bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, come on, Sherman. Like we got things to do. That was a shout out to Sherman. So I was like, that's kind of sweet. Cute. Yeah. I mean, that was cool. Yeah. I, I agree. I, I love Medusa in this and, you were meant to think it was the monster, but yeah, she's just like pumping yeah. this kid. <laughs> uh, Sherman. Yeah, Sherman, he had his little moment. Now we're back to Sparrow, or as we we Stelio. love him, Stelio. <laughs> yeah, he's in the pool. Uh, he he. So he strips down, and he's wearing his little Speedo banana hammock thing, and he gets in the pool. I don't know his motive either. Like, I, like is he bi? Is I, he... Stelio, he just wants to fuck. Well, he's that, there for any and all. Well, well, but that's oh, that's like I realistically mean. So he's like, I can't remember. Like I think it's Stanley. Is well, we'll mm-hmm. just even say dad, but I think it's Stanley. He is disrobing and talking to the woman in the pool, the blonde woman, Cherry, who's right. not really Cherry anymore. Right, but right. you see Cherry's. You sub- see her like, head. It's, so it's the monster doing the thing she does. I was say her. substance, but he has like, <laughs> yeah. the, the matter left over. Yeah, the inhabited body snatched uh, version of Cherry. But he, he's taking, he's disrobing, but he's talking about Stanley. He's like, oh, did you see Stanley? Like, he's so hot. Like, but he's disrobing, but then he's going to Cherry like he's going to have sex with her in a pool, in a fog pool. Well, he asked her if well, she... Well, fog wa- pool seemed pretty hot. Like, yeah. So on a side note, like fog pools, yes. He, he did ask her if she wanted a quickie while they wait. Oh, I did not hear yeah. that. 
So he's he's just he's there to party. He doesn't care with who. Wow, he's a very. Uh, I think I think the stamina on, on Stelio. Uh, yeah, the the father was the the prize for him, but you know, in the meantime, sure. Yeah, he's got time to kill. I mean, again, fog pools, dope. Right, <laughs> but I mean, you know. So long story short, he gets monstered in the pool. <laughs> Yeah, he does. And he, he goes on pretty quickly. He gets, you know, to her and he gets like alligator snapped in half. He gets yeah. <laughs> really close to her. And there's like basically like uh, the two jaws of an alligator comes up and like snap. It's like the piranha plant in Super Mario. Like snap, you're dead. That Yeah, that, that's exactly <laughs> what happens. Uh, Ostelio. <laughs> um, and then the kid calls the police again. Yeah. And the police are still not not stoked about this yeah and then so yeah the police are like now you're in serious trouble you should not have called we warned you about this this is not a joke and he's like ah he says something like ah screw you and then he hangs up the phone and you hear this like voiced over dub so i think it's i don't know if it's trying to be serious i think it's trying to be serious sort of but imagine you know I hear overdub and I, I often think like that narrative, like, does it work well? And s other podcasts I listen to also note this, like, do we like this, you know, narrative, like Christmas story, wonder years, that's my wheelhouse. I mean, when Luke Skywalker is in an X-Wing and you hear Obi-Wan be like, nah, use the force. It's dope. Uh, this is not that message. <laughs> it is not. <laughs> it's grandpa saying, remember what I told you about explosives, boy? Mm-hmm. Blow your dang balls off. Yeah. So the kid arms himself to the teeth. He's like <laughs> rigging the door with like C4 to get out of the. So this becomes this other movie, this home alone into we want this monster to be successful. That's going to be the transition. Right. Yeah. And also blow, <laughs> blow your balls. Off. That's that's the Star Wars cut scene. And they're like, Luke, Luke, you got to blow your balls off. Luke. Like, like, no, no, no. Like he's taking off his radar gear. Like he's not going to make it like Luke. <laughs> blow your balls off <laughs> now like and he and he, and he and he does this kid he, does try to do that he does so so i think it's at this point the daughter comes home with od yeah yeah od and the daughter uh pull into the driveway um i so i believe before this the mother and father get killed Yes, you, you, that is correct. Uh, I think I was, I, was, really... I was flipping my pages. It goes down pretty quickly. They basically just go to the pool to see St Stelio. <laughs> Whatever the fuck Stelio. Um, they go see him and the Cherry. Mm -hmm. And they're like, ah, oh, they're both at the pool. And they're both just killed. Like, Dad and Mom are just dead. So right. Dad is like goo clawed in the yeah. face. <laughs> and Mom is like straight up what we're believed to be devoured. She's like, right. no, no. Um, and that's it. Yeah, so the the daughter and Rico, Uncle Rico, come home. They they come inside the door, um, and the kid is just right up in their shit right away. He's you know he's got his assault rifle as mentioned earlier, um, and he's he's rambling on about like everyone's dead, the monsters killing everybody. And this is what you noted earlier too. They like, don't they think it's in a real assault a real assault rifle? And these two are not right. alarmed. I and that's why yeah, I, no one is alarmed by this. And at this point, we know that it is a real assault yes. rifle. Um, but that's what I'm thinking. This is, you know, probably filmed in '85, released in '86. Like, I mean, these were these were the guns of the time, so they're probably like, ah, oh, this kid has a toy gun, right? Yeah. And Uncle Rico isn't cool with this. He's like, his line was, "Buzz off, dude! I want to party." Like, he doesn't <laughs> want to deal with any of this. He's just here to like, you know, to get down. And the daughter's like, yeah, she says, "I'm just gonna give him his pill." Right? Like, like, I'll hey, make you take hey. your pill. And Uncle Rico, but right back. 
Pills. Pills. What pillar? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come he, on, OD. Come right. On. OD now thinks this kid likes to fucking party. OD, keep it in your pants. Um, keep your pill habit on the nah, side. No, he's he's gonna roll with it. Um, but yeah, so I mean, like the 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 son is telling this tale about a monster who's killed the parents, who's killed the grandfather, who killed the satellite repairman. Um, so the daughter's like, you know what? Let's just go talk to mom and dad. So she go, they go into the bedroom, the, the parents' bedroom. And this is where the, on a side note, the uh-huh. grossest scene. This is, yeah, this is super gross. Um, <laughs> so what we see in the bedroom is a, a bed with four. Well, we don't know that they're just heads. Like the monster is doing like the head puppet thing. Yeah. So the monster again can transform into anything it's consumed, Correct. I guess. And so, yeah, it so turns we, into yeah. four heads. So we see the heads of mom, dad, uh, Sparrow and Cherry. Sparrow and Cherry, yeah. And and everything is covered in goo, as usual. Yeah, everyone uh, just looks like, like wet. Yeah. Like, like imagine like your face is kind of melting. Yeah. Uh, like you became the doe format of a character in Coraline. Like you're leaving the world. It's, yeah, like it's, it's like that. So the daughter's like, oh, oh God, you guys. But so she's, she's now, she thinks everyone's alive. The kid's losing his mind. Um, she's like, yeah, like he said, you know, you guys got killed. Grandpa got killed. And then we see the fifth head. Grandpa pops out of the bed. He's like, hey, I'm just taking care of business. Um, yeah. Yeah. I was like, but grandpa's there. That's mm-hmm. honest to God, the grossest scene. For yes. Because <laughs> grandpa pops up in the middle of both couples, just taking care of business. And even the daughter is like, you're like, okay, what? that's too like, much. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yes, this movie is very sex positive. But I'm like, the trauma of the kids. Like, oh, my God. And yes, and soon after, uh, the do- the sister Susie leaves. And she walks out. And uh, the kid, uh, Sherman, is like, because uh, he saw part of it. And I think right. the, sh- the sister Susie shields him a little bit. But then, like, is disgusted and backs out. Yeah. And he says... I thought it was a monster. And she's like, it's okay. Someday you'll understand. Right. That's the thing. And I was like, come on, man. <laughs> like, don't mess with the kids. Like, I don't care what anyone does clearly, but like, yeah, I, don't, yeah. don't gaslight this kid. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so now, now, and I guess reading back through my notes, it makes more sense, but I, I have several notes through the rest of this movie. Like they think the parents are alive. And I guess, I guess I kind of forgot that that was, yeah, and the alien the keeps coming back and forth on the TV. Warning, yeah. warning, warning. Like that you, you keep seeing this in like intermittent scenes that it's, you know, this alien is trying to broadcast. And I again think it's more global. Yeah. Or if you have the satellite, like if you have the hookup, you've got to stop it. Like turn off your satellites. I guess, because then I mean it seems a little more pinpointed than that. Yeah, may I I I don't know. Um but so yeah, so they they leave they leave the they leave the bedroom, um, and the monster comes out of whatever TV is whatever clo- the, their hallway TV. I yeah, guess that's one of my many notes. Like, oh my yeah. god, like there's another TV. And again, on a side note, I am also seeing what I said earlier. I was like, I have a lot of Cindy Lauper references. I love the sister. I think the sister is super cute. Yeah, definitely. Um, she, her hair is like 12 feet tall. Oh yeah. Like um, if you, if you, if you are into eighties culture, uh, and you don't think the sister's cute, that's crazy. Right. Talk. She's, she's wearing 14 skirts on top of each other. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's, she, she, she's ready for winter. She's ready for yeah. summer. She's got 17 hair colors. Um, and she's all business. I just like kind of her attitude, like whatever. Yeah. She, <laughs> she don't give a shit. Um, but yeah, so the monster comes out of whatever TV is closest and starts chasing them down the hallway. And Uncle Rico, uh, the boyfriend, 
kind of like goes to shield himself, but he has his heavy metal cool guy leather gauntlets on. He's like, no, get away yeah. from me, no. And the monster sees this, and then we the monster has a little flashback. This is, okay. <laughs> this, okay, so I'm glad Mike's kind of laughing and pausing. Uh-huh. I also have notes on this. This, this is when the crew was like, hey, we're going to stop working for the weekend. And we're all going to do drugs and go into the desert. And someone had a religious experience and they wrote down scribble and they came back and they tried to film what they thought was amazing. <laughs> um, I, I don't, I, I don't know if this is a stroke of genius. I'm going to reference the office where Stanley Hudson, uh, things happen and he thinks very little of Michael Scott, Steve Carell, and after years of how he feels tormented by him, something happens and Stanley says, oh my God, maybe he's a genius. <laughs> Sometimes I just say funny things. That That's the moment I have here where someone honestly had this weird moment of genius. So yes, John Grease crosses his arms and we see these studded out gauntlets. And now Mike should proceed. We get a flashback series that... God help us all. If I could have ever predicted in my life, I I don't even know how to no, explain. No, one, no one would have <laughs> seen this coming. But so yeah, the, the the monster has a flashback, and we we learn more about the monster's origin later. Um, but the monster has a flashback to someone being nice to it, like and little snacks. Yeah, and and so we we don't see who's being nice to it. We just see like. A gauntlet, a gaunt, yeah, like a similar hands. hand, like you know, gl- hand gauntlet glove situation. Like, oh, snacks! <laughs> right, it's like giving him snacks and petting him, and he's like, ah. pet his little nose. Yeah, so he's like, oh, this is the gauntlet of master, um, or or or, or someone who who's always been nice to me. Yeah, so now don't bite the hand that feeds. Exactly. So now the monster's like friend. Yeah. <laughs> um. So. Then this is now the third quadrant of the film for us. Um, right. Because this movie derails quite like, yes, <laughs> yeah. the kids do think their parents are alive. So it is not a horror film, but we as the audience know they are not. And everyone is super dead outside of John Grease, the boyfriend, uh, Susie, the sister, mm-hmm. and Sherman, the son. Right. And now they are like the next Almost last third of the film is them just chilling out and partying. Right, they're just hanging out with a monster. And so it's I feel it's important to bring up they are just they're hanging out with this monster. They're they're feeding it snacks. They make it like a hungry man microwave meal. This is one step Um, away from Encino Man. Yeah, correct. (laughs) But they're doing all of this and they're not involving their parents deliberately because they think their parents are having a fuck party. Also, uh, they come up with the idea like so Susie has sidebar. And I have that somewhere in my notes. Susie takes a sidebar and is like, hey, we need to have a sidebar. And she's like, what are we going to do with this thing? And they come up with the idea, oh, we can make a, like a million dollars. We can make dollars. money off of yeah, this. Yeah, like, like we're going to sell this thing. People are going to know there's aliens. Yeah, yeah, three sidebar. That's what I wrote. Yeah. And they're like, oh, that's crazy. Like, we're going to do this. That's why we don't want to tell our parents. Right. So the writing does kind of tighten up for me a little bit. Like, all right. Like, okay, sure. Like, yeah. yeah, you don't know your parents are dead. This is kind of crazy. Uh now you're just like, ah, oh, the alien's super chill. It's right. about the chill. They're, they're just hanging about out. The <laughs> but so you've you know, you've got a monster, you want to profit from this. Who are you gonna call? 
you're going to call Medusa again, again? because that's again. the only that's the only celebrity you know. So they call Medusa again, and we see Medusa. Um, well, I think the sisters like I'll call, and the and the Sherman goes because like nah, no, no. I called before. Like, we're, like, we're homies. Yeah, she well, knows. She me. knows. Um, so we, we we see Medusa in the studio, and like the her show has wrapped up for the evening, um, and uh, you know the cameras cameras cut, and she's like, "Hey, random assistant, assistant, give me a brew and a smoke." Is what she <laughs> I, asks I, I know for. That. Yeah, brew yeah, and a smoke. Brew and a smoke. Um, and uh, the phone rings, and she picks it up, you know, because she's nice like that, and she's like, "Hey, look, chump, we're done. Show's over. Call next week." Uh, but then, then the sister intervenes. She's like, "Hey, look, no, like you just we're having this dope party. Uh, you should come to it." <laughs> so they invite Medusa to this made-up party. Well, on a side note, this is again another plus for the sister. Like mm-hmm. uh, Sherman's getting denied again. Yeah, but Susie, she's thinking on her feet. Yeah, Susie jumps in and is like, "Ah, you like parties? You like things? I have no access to. I don't know. Probably like mm-hmm. they do have a bar. Susie's not dumb." Um, and Susie, Susie charms her way into Medusa's hair. Like, I don't know, these kids got something going on. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, way to go, Susie. <laughs> yeah. So, but I mean, in, in all honesty, like, aside from the monsters, I could have fun in that house. Oh, yeah. And, um, and maybe the porn pictures. Yeah. That's part of the fun. I mean, you could maybe trim some of them down. Like, your collection of 90 becomes a truce of yeah. after a while. I mean, like, a, a dozen tops. Like you walk in, you see these porn paintings. You're like, okay, I get it. And then you're like five rooms deep. You're like, dude, I get it. <laughs> yes. Seventeen okay. rooms later, like, dude, I get. You it. have a jacuzzi pool and a lot of dominatrix gear. Like, I signed up from the beginning. Like, we got it. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, so Medusa's intrigued. Um. The, uh, but they, but but they don't oh, know. Well, she hangs up. Yeah, and she like, hangs up. We she, don't. We is don't she know. Coming and Sherman's like, is she coming? And Susie's like, I just I don't, don't know. know. Yeah. Now, now the monster starts flipping out on the TV with OD. Yeah. This is <laughs> this is one of my serious favorite serious exchanges with OD and the monster <laughs> because. He calls the monster a butthole <laughs> several he, times. Is this where Come he says, on. shut up, butthole? Shut up, shut up, butthole. Like, don't be so impatient, butthole. There's so many blank, <laughs> comma, butthole comments that it's insane. I'm like, man, like, you don't know this. Mo- like, you're not as cool as you think you are. Um, there, there was a conversation when it was like, oh, what are we going to do? Like, we'll sell this monster. They almost tried to exclude him. He's like, I'm the one that he, he listens to. Like, he communicates with me. <laughs> Uh, now, yeah, now it's all butthole this, butthole that. Yeah. He's angry. He's angry. Oh, and this is where the cop shows up. <laughs> oh, yeah. <'Cause laughs> I the, forgot about this. The, the cop who... I, thinks, I just wrote doorbell ding-dong. Yeah, doorbell <laughs> ding-dong happens. Uh, and, and the cop shows up. He's like, I got a warrant to arrest... What's the kid's name? Sherman. Sherman. I got a warrant to arrest Sherman. So, so yeah, so my thought is, clearly you don't have a warrant. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah. This isn't real. So, Mike, do you... <laughs> Do you think this is a copy and like, I'm so aggravated. Now I'm going to call you out in front of your parents. Like you prank called the police. Maybe. I, I think that was the move. Like, that, yeah, m- like, that might've like, been. I'm sick of kids doing this. This is ridiculous. Like I have a real job. Like if people don't take this seriously, uh-huh. I'm going to scare straight these kids. I don't think he went to a judge that night. And right. Got like, no, yeah. Like this kid pranked me a second time. Your honor, like get him in jail. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, do judges need to sign? I, I'm yes. only saying this because yeah, I watch television. Well, you, 
You can't just like get a warrant out of like thin. Someone of authority needs to. It's not like, like being ordained on the internet. You can just. Like, okay. <laughs> you could have all the warrants. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like enter everyone's houses, my child. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like so, someone needs to tell you something. There's some like like official that that grants you and your crew right. like whatever like branch of government you're in access to something. That, yeah, so he didn't have this. He was just being. He wanted to shut this down. Yeah, but what a weird move, man. Like, you got a second prank call and you're in a scare straight, this kid. Like, right. also, you're rolling up to a mansion. Like, sorry, police officers. Like, you want to scare straight a kid? Like, probably don't go to the $5 billion yeah. house because they're going to counter sue your ass every which Yeah, the, the Rick Porn house isn't, isn't the one to, to do this at. Yeah. But he, you know, he busts in. He's like, I got this warrant. See, he, he didn't talk like Edward G. Robinson, but I will. Um, but so, and he walks into the scene and the sister and the brother are like running down the hallway. The brother is lobbing a grenade at the monster. Real grenade. Real, Real. grenade. Yeah. Cause he is armed to the fucking teeth right now. And the cop's like, oh fuck. Uh, and then there, there's not really a lot goes on, but the monster eats the cop and also uncle Rico. Yeah. Uh, John Grice or dad. Yeah. Grease dies uh, by saying like, Shut up, butthole. <laughs> Shut up, butthole. <laughs> like, again, he says it like again. Like, yeah. What is he doing? Why, why are you aggravating this monster? The monster's Here's done your million with dollar ticket. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so him and the cop get get got. Um, and now, this is when kind of Sherman starts taking control. Um, this is why I like him. This is the back. So, up until this time, kind of, I'm okay. Uh, so again, going into three quadrants mm -hmm. um the first quadrant i'm okay with him the second quadrant i like him more and this last half or this last third this is the reason i like sherman this is why i think Susie and sherman are my favorite yeah. start to finish yeah so he's like you know and what like i got these guns we've got to get our we got to get our parents out of here and this is where i wrote down like oh shit they still think their parents are alive yeah because that just completely confused me throughout this whole movie yeah mike i actually have another side note i was like oh yeah that makes sense like i also had to dissect like why are you palling around with the monster? Like your parents are dead. Right. Like, they, did you yeah. hate your parents that much? But that they don't think, think that. Yeah. Like, we're going to make a million dollar. Like, my parents were killed, but I went on Oprah with you know with this monster. I was like, oh no! Like, you really think your parents are alive? Yeah, totally. Right. Totally. So they 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 run into the bedroom to get the parents out of here, and that's when they see that the parents are not alive. It's just like a a blood and goo covered bed. It's, it's ribbons of things that are like, yeah. no. And someone says like, no, they ate them. Like I, yeah. I, like, did you, are you like a forensic? Team? Yeah. Like, I, I don't they, know. They come to that, that. conclusion pretty quickly, I but I would just be like, this is gross. I don't know what this is. I wouldn't assume like my parents have been cut to ribbons. Um, well, they, they got their pretty well, I mean, quick though. I mean, they kind of were, but I don't, yeah. with what we were shown as the audience, I don't know what that matter in that bed was. That was no, strange. But it was gross. And they, then they kind of, they're realizing. So then they're like, we got to get this fucking monster. So the monster now is, is hanging out in the pool, watching television and just like having the time of his life. He's like giggling and kind of clapping. Um, and the, the son is trying to sneak up on him. Like, I think he. In his mind, he realizes if he throws the big satellite dish remote in the pool, something will happen. So he he tries to like sneak around the monster to get to it. Yeah, there's two things happening. So okay. yeah, he's sneaking around poorly because he fucking sucks at sneaking. Oh yeah, I think I have to flip my page of notes on this. Yeah, he's sneaking around, 
and and he's got a gun so again he's got this yeah. like machine gun of some sort i know nothing about guns but he's got some kind of machine gun and he's planning like i'm gonna shoot it but the sister kind of acknowledges no like somehow and i think the sister's been observant like this whole yeah. time like it's warping around from the tv kill the tv kill the remote control and we see the master remote control and she motions kind of get over there don't kill him kill that and mm -hmm. then it's kind of trapped like it's kind of this hail mary of we don't know what's going on but it might not do well if you do that i kind of right. i kind of dig it again one of the reasons I like Susie, sister yeah. awesome yeah so well i i think before this they they had started shattering every tv that they ran into just to like you know not give it too many avenues of yeah and i think yeah. sherman does this after as well oh yeah no they, they continue so yeah he's he's trying to sneak up on it and he slips there's not like a lot of goo but he he slips in it because he's a fucking clumsy moron yeah and it's green goo i noticed or noted on the side that it reminded me of home alone 2 green goo that it's, it puts on like the fire escape it's that like that gack shampoo yeah, that, that monster, he buys yeah yeah, yeah. um <laughs> it no it is it is exactly that they just bought a shitload of it um but so yeah, he the monster hears him sneaking up because he falls in the fucking goo, um, and then like he's hacking away at the the monster's tentacle with no, his no, knife. No, no. Oh Th no, there there is kind of this weird switch up. This was a crazy move. He is sneaking around. He falls, and the monster turns around, and Sherman kind of like lulls him, like, "Hey, buddy, it's me, Sherman. I was mm -hmm. just checking on you because you think the monster is going to attack immediately." And it's like, no, dude, I was just like checking up and you're watching like shows like that's super cool that like, whoa, what are you doing? <laughs> and yeah, there's like a moment that is actually working. And then the sisters like shoot the thing, like do it. Right. And the monster's like, wait, what? Like what's going on? Yeah. And that fails again. The kid fails twice. I kind of like the double moment again. I'm going to sneak up on it. I'm going to shoot it. I mm -hmm. fell. Boom. Fail. Sisters like do this kid fails at that too mm -hmm. and the monster just goes haywire <laughs> yeah so then then the, the sister has to take control she runs up grabs the remote and throws it in the fucking pool and then there's some sparks and i think the monster disappears maybe yeah i don't know where the monster goes but sherman and her definitely insta have grenades yeah yes um and now so the monster disappears he's saved from it uh th this is where the the alien from the television appears yes yeah and we don't know why i don't i i was i'm, I'm sorry like if i pause i was looking through a couple notes i don't know why this starts happening so one of the tvs that kind of looks broken but yeah. maybe it's not who knows like so usually lasers pop out of it or like this like 80s like digitized computerized like blue beam comes out and that's when the monster comes out but this time it's like spaghetti noodles like <laughs> yeah if you had like the uh play-doh like spaghetti factory press and all those noodles came out like that's what it looks like but multicolored it's like red yellow pink uh all these things and uh and then the alien just pops out and i so i like there is nothing in my mind and notes that trigger why specifically the alien is now in their house well that's like, why i was wondering like is he addressing the world or just this house because like he is now here well sherman says that earlier on like no no he's talking about the alien like mm -hmm. he does feel initially and in all throughout the film not just initially that that is what's happening but i got because 
The alien is not broadcasting in words that would indicate that. Um, because it's Americans turn off your satellites for 200 years. Like that. Has right. To yeah. Be that like seems like it's than, a more broad address. Yeah. Like your governments, your, your, your people, uh, in charge of these things. Well, either way, he, he knew exactly what house to go to. He was so, like, Oh crap. So he, <laughs> Boom. he, he pops up and <laughs> yeah. now pretty quickly he, he, yeah. And, and now he's explaining everything. He's, he's laying down what happens. He's like, Hey, look, so I'm really sorry. Uh, so that monster, like on our planet, they're adorable pets, but sometimes they mutate and go fucking buck wild. Uh, so we have to put them in special incinerators that turn them into electricity and shoot them off into the universe. And that's usually fine. Um, but it ping ponged into your, but it ping ponged into your fucking satellite. Dish. Which brings me back. Like, why did it hit three planets? Yeah, well, like a pinball machine. <laughs> it doesn't seem like it's a great plan. No. And, and the kid's like, yeah, that's great, homie. Um, this thing has eaten like so many people. I love that alien at that point. He's like, whoa, well, it like, consumed whoa, it, humans. It's like, consumed humans. Oops. I'm going to get fired. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, he's like, well, okay, well, we got to fucking fix this. Um, so they're like hatching a plan to do this. And now now Medusa shows up. Her limo shows up in the driveway. Yeah, so it's two people. So It's Medusa and her driver. Yeah, because yeah. quickly we're going to be at the end of this film. Yeah. At the end, I'm like, who the hell's that? Oh, it's Medusa's limo driver. Yeah, yeah, because we see him just like in the darkness and lurking around, and at the at very end, it's in the daylight. Yeah. Like, who the hell's that? Yeah, so she gets out of her limo and she goes into this this mansion because she thinks there's a fucking swinging party that she was invited to, and she sees the the goo everywhere. She's like, "What the fuck kind of?" I uh, I also have noted goo. I told you, a weird if, if party. You it's it's all goo. Yeah, if you tracked my wording, goo every which um, way. And so she's wandering through this house, and she she walks into the room that the the, the kids and this alien are having this conversation, and and you know she comes in at the last minute. She doesn't get all the details, but she's like, "Oh fuck! This kid said that there was a monster here. He they they got me here oh, under kid. the pretenses of a party. There is a monster. I'm gonna save the day. I'm gonna kill this fucking monster. Save this kid. So she. So oh, I don't think I specified the monster is wearing like a space suit because like he can't breathe. The He's atmosphere. got a space helmet, a space helmet. Yeah. Um, so she, I, I, she grabs like a, like a statue or something and she, she fucking smacks this thing in like the glass dome helmet and you know, air gets in. He's like, no atmosphere. And like, <laughs> and he says that he's <laughs> yeah. like my atmosphere, I'm dying. Right. And then his head fucking explodes. Um, and it explodes into blue, blue, goo. blue goo. <laughs> so she's like, Heck yeah, kids. Look at this. Medusa's here. I saved you. And they're like, oh, fuck. No, that was goddammit, Medusa. Yeah. So again, if we're doing quadrants of this film, this third quadrant is just amazing. Like, this is the redeeming factor of this movie for me. Okay. The twists that go around in this film, like, holy crap, the cop's coming and the cop's now dead. Right. Medusa's like, holy crap, I saved these kids from aliens. Right. And you're wrong. You're wrong. Now you screwed. Us. And and now we have a, a super crazy moment. The monster, they're in this room by themselves, the Medusa and the two kids. The monster fucking Kool-Aid man's through the wall. <laughs> yeah. Nah, he doesn't like disturbances. Like, yeah. he's cool when he watches TV. What are you doing in the background? He is not cool with that. Yeah. So, and like, he's, I guess he's like screaming at them, but also uh sucking them in like there's some sort of like vacuum yeah he has a vacuum power i also know that he does that several times he vacuumed the dad in yeah he vacuumed the dad in so he's vacuuming him in the the son grabs the the alien's gun thinking that like okay this is the gun that can kill him because clearly my arsenal can't hurt him 
he can't get the gun to work. He does get the gun to work, but he misses. Um, and then that's, we, we don't see anything else. Yeah. He does the vacuum. And I, I think I, I am trying to look, he lunges at one person last monster burst down wall, <laughs> shoots laser <laughs> mm-hmm. alien tries to right, barracuda them. I don't know. It doesn't make Maybe. sense. Uh, kid gets sucked up. Yeah, um, they all get sucked but, up. But th- someone's at the end. Is it the sister? Is the sister like the last one lunged at? Maybe. Yeah. I, I so yeah. Basically, we we don't really fully know what happens to the three of them. Like the last time we see, they're struggling to not get sucked in. Um, don't get sucked in. Don't get sucked in. But so now we cut to later that night the next morning whatever the limo driver medusa's <laughs> yeah. limo driver is in the limo that's sleeping. the assistant the i ass- think that's the assistant. whatever yeah well that's because i'm like who the hell is this assistant <laughs> he's driving the limo well the big thing is this movie is shot and it's so dark all the way through like no one has defined facial features that's like, true you just sort of like i know cindy lopper haircut mm-hmm. i love this person because they're like bold attitude you have this like the kid in camouflage and gun, but it's still dark. But this is like a very rare day shot in this. Yeah. So like he wakes up, he he clearly was sleeping in this limo. Um, he's like, oh fuck, where am I? And he's like, oh yeah, okay, I'm at this stupid mansion. And he looks in the back, and we see Medusa, but it's like gross slime alien Medusa. Yeah. She's like, oh, I was oh. in the back seat the whole time. Like, yeah. We got to go to the studio. Yeah, and the assistant is like thoughtfully like, "Oh, you're hungover. You party too yeah, much." Yeah, exactly. Like, like, "Okay, to the studio, ma'am." Yeah, and then that's that is the end of the movie. In, in, in your thought, like, ah, the 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 warning was if if this monster ever reaches the media, uh, it, it's going to go wide. Well, yeah, he, has he's getting to, to the, the studio, TVs. so like all the satellite dishes, yeah, and yeah. it absorbs all the things that you like and know. Uh, right. So yeah, the kids are dead. Everyone's dead. Everyone died in this movie. I don't. I, I don't like that everyone died. No, but I'm fine with that. How, how do you like this film? Uh, it was it was fun. I mean, this is this is one of those things where it's kind of it's hard to me hard for me to rationalize why I enjoy this movie because there is no single redeeming quality. The acting is all pretty bad. The special effects are gross and stupid. The plot doesn't really make any sense. But like all together, this is kind of a bananas fun movie for me. Um, but yeah, I, I I enjoyed this. I was going to say, this movie, it, it takes me a little bit to get into the swing of things. I, <laughs> I, I, I jo- jokingly noted quadrants, but uh, every I, have no, I mean, I've known my co-host for decades. So I've said before that, you know, going to see live concerts or going to see plays, it always takes me like a handful of minutes to be like, I'm absorbed in, like I'm making believing in this situation. But there's such hard cuts in this movie that are a little abrasive, like the parents, the boyfriend, the actual monster, that sometimes it takes me a little out of it. But I agree with Mike. It's like hard to rationalize. I like this movie start to finish. Um, when we started it, as I said, I was like, I remember like a third of it. I remember this monster. I kind of remember the objective of it. I don't remember like the kinky parents. All the sex stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't either. I Like the overall conceit I had. But yeah, all the weird sex stuff I did not remember. I also don't like fully remember like the boyfriend and like that plot. And that that subplot is my favorite. Um, again, I uh, John Grease. Uh, 
I really like his character. Susie is by far my favorite. Mm-hmm. Medusa, Medusa, sorry, Medusa. <laughs> Medusa comes in and just like kind of kicks ass. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do like the kid. Like I do feel it kind of evolves. Like there's a lot of pluses for this. So like that's why I had fun. It's a little bit of Home Alone, a little bit of Halloween, a little bit of um. I don't know. Like there's, yeah, just, there's like a lot. a lot of like dipping in like little Goonies, a little Pee Wee's or. Oh shoot! Like uh, Pee Wee Herman's uh, movie, his first movie, Big Adventure. Yeah, thank yeah. God. Uh, yeah, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Okay, like there's a little bit of like early Tim Burton in this. Um, yeah, I don't know. I had fun. <laughs> yeah, no, the the movie was was definitely uh, fun. Is not maybe not the word, but that I would use. But uh, yeah, I mean, some parts. I guess. yeah, no, it's yeah. it's fun. So it's it's, it's, it's enjoyable. fun here like, and there. <laughs> if, if you like kind of weird old campy horror movies, you'll probably enjoy this. Yeah, we we. So we were going through like different Halloween movies and clearly like throughout the years, I mean, we didn't plan this to be a podcast just for like this one year, but like spanning beyond that, maybe we shouldn't just always have the same thing, but dead rockers and Halloween. Woof. Yeah. Going through the list of movies that we wanted to do for October, like 90% of them were like a rock band has to fight demons or like (laughs) (laughs) that just seems to be the thing. Like we can't do, we can't do four movies of all about demon rock. But we'll have one for us. No, we, we definitely will have one, uh, you know, and stick around. I I assume next year as we're, uh, recording from our various mansions, uh, we'll have a couple more rock themed Halloween movies to watch, but I just hope it's in haunted mansions that were like now in a spooky setting. We can now finally talk about the movie that was filmed, but never fully released here. And that's fine too. Yeah. I mean, we'll, I'm, I'm willing to live in a spooky mansion for like a day, you know, or, or however long like a day person. I think it was Martin and Orloff. I knew I was like, Amy Puller, my wife and I love you. Come over, have like a sleepover <laughs> for one night. But yeah, you got to go the next morning. Like, yeah. we'll, we'll have breakfast. We'll grub hub some breakfast burritos from like, Sam's or whatever. But maybe between like 12 and 2, you right. could just like see yourself. Yeah, <laughs> skedaddle. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, the movie's fun. Uh, we'll be back next week with uh, another one of these. And maybe a guest. And and maybe a guest. Who knows? A spooky guest. Ooh. Ah. Um <laughs> Yeah, and 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 again, you know, submit your uh, your suggestions. If if there's a movie you want us to cover this month, we have an open slot. Uh, Rabbit Troop Sucks podcast at Gmail, uh, rabbittroopsucks.com. Leave a comment on you know whatever podcast platform you have, uh, and let us know. And and if we pick your submission, we'll send you a shot glass. You have to give us your address, and hopefully that isn't weird. But we'll send you a little Rabbit Troop Sucks podcast uh, shot glass. Oh yeah, and we also uh, talked that. Uh... If it's not directly for this Halloween and it's just like a fun movie and we just play it, yeah. Like if if, if we read it and we're inspired, totally. We'll also send this to you. Yeah, uh, we'll we'll come up with something to give you. We'll, we have stuff. We have things. Um, but it's Halloween weather. Put it, on a hoodie. It is Halloween weather. I'm wearing a hoodie right now. Um, I'm wearing an oversized sweater. And yeah. I, I feel great about it. We're pretty cozy down here. Damn right. Yeah. So... I feel like I had something else that I wanted to bring up, but I don't remember. So I'm going to shut the fuck up. Um, so again, thanks for listening. You guys make it all worthwhile. Uh, Paul, do you have anything to add before we leave? I don't know. Do you remember anything you're going to say before, before that? I was like, I'm intrigued. What, what Mike, what were you doing? No, I don't. It's, it probably wasn't important. I think the one thing that I'm going to, I'm going to try to achieve, even if it fails, I think we'll have maybe an extended Halloween release. Um, okay. 
I, I talked to Mike about playing like maybe like a short game. Yeah, we don't know what that is yet, but we're we're trying to cook something up. And September was a month of guests. Maybe some people will join us. Maybe we'll get some new people involved. Um, yeah, I think you know maybe a short game. I, I, damn it, I just love Halloween. I mean, I hope you're wearing your hoodies. I mm -hmm. hope you're carving pumpkins. I do have an idea for that game. We'll talk. About we can this. talk about that mm -hmm. off mic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so. Uh, as always, this is, this is Paul and Mike. This has been rabbit troop sucks and, uh, shut up buttholes. <laughs> Damn it. Why would you say it to a monster? <laughs> rabbit troop sucks. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs>